0: It is the Tuesday edition. The March 7th edition. So if March 8th, the date that Brett Favre announced his cheerful retirement in 2008, the date one year ago that Aaron Rodgers agreed to a three-year, $150 million deal that was supposed to make him retire as a Packer, That's tomorrow, so that would be the day that he'll announce when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way edition. The, I believe it was Billy Joel who sang, I'm in a New York state of mind edition. And the, Matt LePay is scheduled to appear. I can't wait to hear what he thinks about Aaron Rodgers edition of Wilde and Tausch. On 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam, ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker. Gosh, there's a lot of ways to listen to this show. And, of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com, the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jace Wilde in Green Bay. Jesse Nelson is in the ESPN Madison studios. And from his undisclosed location, he said it feels different. He said it feels like an end of an era. Don't disagree with old T. Because it's about to be deuces, B! For Aaron Rodgers, it's Mark Tauscher. Tauscher, good morning. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm okay. I'm I'm still a little, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of still in denial about what's going on. I don't. I'm not going to believe that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers until I hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, Trey Wingo put this out there, all this other stuff. But until Aaron Rodgers is sitting there in a green and white coat announced as the starting quarterback for the New York Jets, I ain't going to believe it. I'm just not. And I don't know if that's Kubler in it and saying, I'm just going to deny it.
0: Denial, it's just the river in Egypt
1: I've been saying now you know when since January when Rodgers went on McAfee and kind of said open some eyes with whoa, you know, wherever it's gonna be it kind of shifted the narrative of he's either gonna retire or be a Green Bay Packer to there's more options on the table and it just feels like while some of it's been made up, Everything is kind of trending that way, but still. You're not hearing a ton of details on anything yet. I still think when push comes to shove, if Aaron Rodgers really looks at this thing, I don't know why he would want to go anywhere else. I just That's the part I don't get, and until I hear it from him, I won't believe it. And I, I've i said I've, I've watched this now as, uh, my entire career – outside of football, has been Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. I enjoy it. I want more of it. And it looks like that might not be the case, and that would be a big change for a lot of us. But I'm not going to buy it until I actually see it.
0: All right, so what Tausch is talking about. Uh, Last night at 11.10 p.m. Central Standard Time, Trey Wingo, our friend, who I have texted this morning, to see if he has some available. I don't know. I don't even know where he lives anymore. Do you know where he lives?
1: Uh, he's got like a podcast he does with Schlereth. I don't know what he all does.
0: He does a bunch of stuff for. I know one gambling site. He's got. He's got a lot of iron. He's on the thirty third
2: team. Whatever that is. Is somebody really your friend if you don't even know like what state they live in? Um, yeah, yeah. I think he's still our friend.
0: He's definitely our friend. I mean, I've texted with him before. I guess I've never asked him, where are you living now? But that doesn't necessarily mean I can't be his friend. Uh, I know you live in Sun Prairie, and we're not friends. Yeah, do you you have
1: to know where somebody lives in order to be your friend? I think you do. That's actually a great question. It is a
0: great question.
1: I actually, I, I agree. You don't need to know the exact address. Right, right. But I do think you need to know the DMA. I think you need to know what market they're in. Is that fair? That's fair. I So Bob, Schlereth, who's a friend of the show, he's in Denver. Denver I know that. Right. Sure. Uh,
0: friend. I would say I'm closer with Trey Wingo. Hey, Bob Harlan's calling me. Uh, oh. <laughs> I saw him yesterday. Put him on the air. Yeah, take it. Let's see what he's got. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob. Um, I saw him yesterday as he was leaving the mall. Where does Bob live?
3: Is he lives he in Green County, Bay, right but he
0: also has a mm-hmm. place in Door County. See?
1: You know two okay. places. So where you he know. Lives. So Bob is a friend, right? But Ron Trey Wingo out in Maryland, right? Or is he in Florida? Who? Ron Wolf. Uh, Ron is in Florida. Okay. Uh, my point with Trey Wingo, I think we're
0: getting bogged down here. But my point with Trey Wingo is he changed jobs. I don't think he stayed in the greater uh, Connecticut area, but maybe he did. I've never asked him. I've never been to his house.
1: No, he golfs too much. He's he went south. Yeah, I feel fairly confident.
0: Okay. Anyway, friend or not friend, we like Trey Wingo, and Trey Wingo likes us, and we're hoping to have him on. I'll leave it at that. Here's what he tweeted last night at eleven ten. Quasi friend, Trey Wingo. Per sources, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets had conversations today. While nothing is imminent. Rodgers is open to the idea of going to New York later. Zach Rosenblatt, who covers the Jets for the Athletic, and Blatter or Orski, who covers them for SNY TV in New York, both confirmed that the Jets. A good radio
1: show, Orski and Blatter. That's a show I do. Is that
0: better than uh, Hambone and Jelly? About on ne- par. Ne- neither show exists. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, both of them confirmed that the Jets did talk to Rodgers. I so have not it, confirmed that.
1: Yeah, if that is the case, uh, that means the Packers gave him permission because he's under contract. You can't do Correct. that. Okay.
0: Indeed. So it means that the Packers said... Yep. Go right ahead. Talk to another team about potential employment.
1: Please don't tell us that you're coming back to Green Bay. That's what that's
0: saying. <laughs> well, I want to I, I get to that in the second portion of, of this conversation. But, Tausch, you said you're not going to believe it until he's standing in a green and white starter jacket like uh, Joe Willie Namath in Super Bowl III. Uh So you're not... I mean... <sighs> You seemed to feel last Tuesday, a week ago today, when Brian Gutekunst at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis spoke in a manner that would indicate that they weren't married to the idea of Aaron Rodgers still being their quarterback. It has to be the right fit, he said. Mm -hmm. And you said... This feels like the end of an era. But now, with this reportage of Rodgers talking to the Jets, you're still holding out?
1: Well, so, I'm Jason, confused. I'm not... Uh, no, you, you shouldn't be confused, because how many times... Again, this is the boy that has cried wolf. When you start looking at after Jordan Love is drafted, Schlereth reports that he's going to Denver... He ain't happy. He's not doing this. He's not coming back. I don't know. Is he going to retire after last season? Is he coming back? Oh, he's coming back. Oh, he signed a full-time deal. He's going to stay in Green Bay for his career. There is this idea of always going and doing something else. And you know what always ends up happening? At least the last three years?
0: Yeah, he ends up playing for the Packers.
1: I've told you not to take the cheese. Because I saw, and I... After the Bears game when he said it's got to be mutual and all of the other stuff. And I said, no, 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 "Don't, don't, don't, do it. don't, don't, do it. don't do it, don't do it. And I'm not going to do it yet, but as I said last week, this is different. And as I said yesterday when I asked about Mark Murphy and yep. his meet the press deal that he does. The fact that it is so much different, the the Green Bay Packers controlled the cards back then. Then when they gave him the contract, Aaron does. And it just feels like it's the end of an era. But until it actually happens, I don't buy it. Because I've seen this movie before. I've watched you it. You have. And it, i just like I watched Shawshank a bunch. At some point, <laughs> is Andy Dufresne change. not going to crawl? Is he not going to crawl through the sewage? Is he going to choke on sewage and die? Or is he always getting out and he always ends up in San Juan Nail with Old Boy on the boat? Is there going to be an ending when Red doesn't make that trip? And he ends up, I'm just going to stay in jail or I'm going to stay working at the grocery? It always ends the same. Now, this isn't a movie. But at some point, it, you get, you have to keep saying, well, Red keeps showing up. He goes to the... Spot in Maine, he finds that one stone, he gets the bucket of money, and he goes down to San Wataneeo. I don't know, is Aaron Rodgers actually going to leave and not make the trek down to San Wataneeo with his boys? Is he going to go do a new adventure? It has not happened. That's not the ending to the movie. That's not the ending I want. But that doesn't mean that's not going to be ending. It's going to end up happening. But I've seen this. It's happened three straight years, and it always ends up in San Juantaneo, which is the Green Bay Packers, in a green and gold uniform. Does that mean that's what's going to happen this time? Maybe he's going to go. He's going to look around. He finds that little bucket of money under the stones, and he says, I just I'm, I, I don't want to go. I want to go and see my I miss my friend. I want to go see my friend. And this might be the time Who, he's like, left? I'm done with my friend. I'm moving on. I'm going to Broadway, baby. It That would be the different ending. But until that happens, I believe that Dufresne and he is going to get through the sewage and he's going to get down to San Watanale. And until he doesn't, that's where I'm at.
0: Is 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 he is he Andy Dufresne or is he Red or is he both? Like who is he Aaron Rodgers?
1: Okay, you understand. Listen, yes,
4: I understand. I, I make these things
1: up as I go. <laughs> yes, what I I'm understand trying To tell you, what I'm trying to tell you is that there's always opportunities to change things. I'm sure on the cutting room floor of Shawshank there is different endings. Aaron Rodgers has been in this position where he could have stayed in jail. He could have stayed and not <laughs> built that wall. And went the ch- 20 years that digging that, cobbled, cobbled that stone dug out. that and hole. And climbed through. He didn't build the wall. Dug he the dug a hole. hole to get through. Yep. No, he dug his cave through to get out.
0: All right, so here's one of the many questions I have.
1: So is Rogers Dufresne or is he red? That's a fair question. I don't know the answer to that.
0: Okay, well, uh, regardless of w- which character, as long as he's not who's the old guy, that, never mind. He's uh, not the
1: old guy. <laughs> uh, what was the old guy's name?
0: I don't. He, he, he put
1: it up on the thing when he hung himself. What yes,
0: the- yeah, hmm. I can't remember. He had the bird in his pocket.
1: Uh so. Isn't this,
0: to your point, about having seen the movie, whichever movie you want to call this, Life Stinks, Love Stinks, Shawshank, be that as it may, doesn't this feel way too neat and tidy? Brooks. Brooks. The guy's name
1: was Brooks. (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I knew it was a last name. It was a first name, which we like on this show. Um, This would feel way too easy, simple, and neat, would it not? And, uh, and,
1: yeah. and, and I want to Doesn't explore that further. Smell, something smells that oh it's all buttoned it's up the yep, cheese. Be a jet. You really think it's gonna be that easy? Mm. You think old oh boy's gonna make it that easy? He ain't mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he I want to discuss possible
0: reasons why he wouldn't want to make it that easy.
1: After you
0: tell us how easy it is to swap out your windows with the best windows on the market From Gina Della and Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, you know, I think back at uh, Shawshank Prison, the old warden would have liked to put some saran wrap up. So old boy couldn't gotten out, got the whole deal. You guys that use saran wrap to keep your money from flying out of your old stinky windows, trying to save it. Now is the time. Make this previous winter the last time that you give those windows the old saran wrap insulation treatment. Call Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin today. The beauty of getting new windows and doors from Pella is they're able to customize to match your uni- unique home decor. Old boy would have been able to get, what was that poster of the gal that he had up? He well, could have fit had, them up. He had
0: a variety of them up, yeah.
1: But the one at the end he could have fit Raquel his windows Welch. in to fit in. There it is, Raquel Welch. Could have got the Raquel Welch window treatments. They'll paint them, they'll stain them, they'll leave them bare, they'll put Raquel Welch up there if you want. Whatever you decide looks best. Get <laughs> 0% financing for up to four years. Certain restrictions do apply. This offer ends on March 31st of this month. Visit PelletWI.com today.
0: And, and the prison had to replace a window in the warden's office at the end of the movie, too, if I recall correctly. <laughs> All right, that's enough Shawshank, (laughs) but not enough Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Neat and tidy. Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Jets. Everyone lives happily ever after. Nobody makes a Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera. That seems too simple to me, Uh especially after what Rich Eisen said on his program yesterday. (laughs) If you have not heard this, if you did not see the clip on social media, you are going to want to hear this, I promise you. We will play it and talk about it next. It's Wilde
4: and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance.
0: So, Tausch and I both love us some Seinfeld. You've heard us reference Jerry Seinfeld returning a jacket out of spite or trying to and then being told that he couldn't. We can't return it out of spite. You already said you're returning it out of spite. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, is going to return to the Green Bay Packers out of spite. Hmm? But buts. <laughs> Given his history, I can't 1,000% rule that out. And if he hasn't heard this, trust me, he will. Uh, Yes. Here is Rich Eisen on his program yesterday running down the top five, he called them rumors, that he heard at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. Now let me emphasize, Rich is an employee of the NFL Network. He knows lots and lots and lots of people. This is different than uh, one person that Goody might have vented to telling someone else. So here is what Rich Eisen said about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers yesterday
4: on his show. Number two on the list of rumors I heard at the combine: the Packers sure hope Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come back. <laughs> They sure hope, <laughs> just like praying, that when he comes up with his decision, it is "I wish to retire" or "I wish to be traded elsewhere." Wow! They do not want his response to be. Let's run it back. When I say I heard that over and over and over again, it's just like you have no idea what's going on there, and you wow. know you have you know, and all of that. I do once again have. I cannot sit here and say I have facts from ground zero in Wisconsin. And clearly, you know, Rogers has told you through his many appearances, certainly on McAfee's show, that nobody, like a very, very small subset of people, know what he's thinking. I'm saying hot rumor at the Combine is the Packers want an answer from Rogers to be no more. Because they also, I don't think, want to be the ones to... End the relationship that by the way if he does come back you know you got a first bound Hall of Famer at coming back but deep down I'm hearing boy <laughs> they don't want that answer from him
0: Tausch, when you heard that yesterday I don't know what your first thought was mine was of chili hope is Should not I... a strategy
1: well that's Ken Rovac that's
0: so oh, Ken strategy. Rovac I, I They're both great orators. Uh, yes. Some along of the with greatest Bob, of our time. Along with Bob Moore. Um, I thought that that sounded like an absolutely horrendous look for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh What did you think when you heard that? And what do you think Aaron Rodgers would think when he heard that or hears that? Uh,
1: That, to me, would be like, the Purdue coach saying he can't play at the mm-hmm. Division One level. I think Aaron would take that incredibly personally, and I think he gets that vibe, and that's the vibe he got from his exit interview was that they're not as enamored with me as they've always been, and that's a shot to the ego. So the question is, from Aaron Rodgers' standpoint, do you do what's best – For your old team, or do you do what's best for you? Because what's best for you is to stay here. Swallow your pride a little bit. Understand that last year didn't go well. Come to the OTAs. Do some of the things that the Packers are looking for. And even though we've heard the reports they're disgusted by him and they want to move on, you feel like the Packers want a clean easy split i don't think aaron Rodgers is about that life <laughs> i just don't i think he will make it messy it will get uglier and i don't think you know aaron when he was on either one of those podcasts he was on where he said it's going to be professionally done all this other stuff again they'll say it's nothing personal it's business it is personal it's going to be incredibly personal for him. This is important to him. He loves the legacy that he's left in Green Bay, and I don't think he wants to ever seed ground. He has basically said, you know what, you drafted Jordan Love, I've thrown a wrench in your plans. He takes a lot of pride in that. He said it on Aubrey Matthews' uh, podcast the other day. It, it's a constant thing for him is to prove himself right, prove others wrong. I almost feel like he'd be giving in, and he doesn't do that. So I, I think the idea of the spite return coat, you can't live your life in spite. You, you just can't, and I think the new, uh, the nuanced Aaron Rodgers would tell himself, don't do that, Right. get yourself zenned up in peace, but he's had a lot of years in his life that have given him a lot of success by having the mentality of, Blank you, I'm going to shove it up your blank. And that's the part of him that I don't know. He is going to have two people, little birds on each shoulder, saying, live your life, you're doing the wellness thing, you're doing the zen, you're doing this, but the other side's going to say, don't listen to that cat. You listen to the cat that got you here by being a dog and by telling people to shove it up their blanks. And that dichotomy is going to be fascinating to watch. But he, you have to remember, and this is the part that everybody's forgetting: Trey Wingo, everybody else. Yeah, that's all great. He can talk to the Jets. Correct. Packers could tell him that. You know who holds every card here? Is Aaron Charles Rodgers Because the Packers ain't cutting him. If the, I, I guarantee you one thing, Rodgers could do what Favre did. You don't want me to play for you? Cut me. Right. Let me go play for the Vikings. Right. And you know what the Packers are going to say? Nah, we don't want to do that. And this scenario could get really messy. <laughs> it could be
0: flying into family night
1: all over again. He could literally just say, no, I'm not going to do anything, and you're not trade Because they also, with the trade, a June 1 release is going to be best for the Packers. If you do the trade and you, you want it to be a June 1 trade so that you can spread the cap, stuff others, obviously all those things can be manipulated. We've seen that. But Aaron Rodgers is saying, I'm not doing anything. You're paying me uh, this roster bonus that's due next week. Uh, And then we'll figure it out. It will be fascinating. But I guarantee you, Rodgers, for as evolved as he's been and all of the stuff that he's talked about, you don't think there's still a big part of him that has his mentality of the underdog with the humongous chip on his shoulder, and now you don't want me? You want him, even with all this? Well, you know what? I've won. Maybe he's looking at it and he'll just say, well, no, I'll do that. But, boy, I just don't think that. That's not the cat I know. Again, he has changed. He no. is different. Uh-huh. But the cat I knew when I played with him and where he was at for a vast majority of his career, how Jason Wilde, do you really think he's just going to say, whatever's best for the Packers I'm on board with? Or do you think he's going to have a little bit of spite that is going to say, oh, you don't want me? Well, then you're going to have me.
0: Um, I don't believe that. I also uh, think that there are really, really, really challenging circumstances he can create, which we talked a little bit about yesterday, but we can delve further into as well. The idea of him just dragging his feet and reti- or, or announcing a fake retirement. These are all options for him. We'll talk more about that. I I don't know if you do this on Twitter, but every so often there'll be a, they call it a timeline cleanser, and it'll be puppy dogs or something that, you know, kind of changes the negativity of social media. Matt Lapay is going to be our timeline cleanser. We'll get back to Aaron Rodgers later, but Matt LePay, the voice of the Badgers, scheduled to join us next. I'm guessing at some point the two of you have had a Coors Light together. You've been friends for a long time. You know he lives.
1: I know where he lives. Yeah. I know that he lives in the greater. I'm not going to give his address out, but he does live. And I'd love to sit out and have a cold Coors Light with my friend. My friend, Coors Light, brewed with the three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filtered, and it is cold packaged so it is made to chill. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Coors Light is refreshing, it is crisp, and it is only 102 calories. That's why it is Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Matt LePay, scheduled to appear
4: next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. I got some magic in me. Every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. Everybody knows I've got the magic in me When I hit the floor, the girls come snapping at me Now everybody wants a breast of magic magic magic, what? magic, magic, magic Magic, 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 oh. magic
0: I really like this song. I don't know why it's in the rotation, but I'm always glad that it is. Is this uh, Matt's
1: walk-up
0: music? I don't think... Uh, does he have walk-up music? Have we established it? I didn't
2: ask. I don't think
1: so.
0: You should know. He is your the father he never wanted to be to you.
2: Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about that kind of stuff, you know? We don't have that kind of relationship. Oh can't really blame him. Um... So
0: we're talking about how uh, easy or not easy Aaron Rodgers will make things. And this was not easy yesterday. You and I both, um, I texted both of them. Uh, I I think the world of Tony Granato and Marco Siki, they have been great to me. I I just, I, I love those guys. And they were, I don't think they were in any way surprised that their time coaching the Badger Men's hockey team came to an end after the way the season went. But talk about a classy exit, right? Uh And I don't think that the Packers will experience the same kind of transition. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. But kudos to Tony Granato, who absolute class act. And speaking of class acts, despite his misguided efforts to mentor Jesse Nelson, he is the voice of the Badgers, and he is definitely a class act. And he is a friend of
3: ours. I'm allowed to say that. I hope.
0: It is Matt LaPay on Wilding Touch. Matt, good morning. How are you, my friend?
3: Good morning. Uh, Jesse, how how could you let Ben Bross just, like, beat the hell out of him? <laughs> I mean, really? I'm sorry, Dad. I let you
2: down. I let everyone down. <laughs> I know. I let you down. I let my real my real dad was a real bowling coach. I let him down. I let the people down. Oh, wow. I let the Scalzo and Bruss family voted fifty eight percent against Ben winning down. I let everybody down. I'm the sorry pay
3: from
0: the top rope.
3: I just you know I I saw the clip on social media and Ben I see Ben continues to be dipped in class you know winning and then boasting and just going all Pete Weber that's good that's that's, that's solid so Benny Benny has never changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, he has not met, and the thing is, I don't know where Jesse goes from here because he has become a premier bowling announcer uh for Bowl Stream TV. He is premier, he's doing state championships, and this was always his thing he hung his hat on. He was a great bowler. And then Ben Bruss doesn't bowl for a full year. Jesse's talking smack and giving him pins, and he gets flat-out beat by, like, 30 pins. Where does Jesse go from an athletic standpoint now that he has been completely wiped out in his best sport?
3: Yeah, it's a tough one, uh, son, but you have to understand, ben- Benny is an athlete. I, I watched him in a uh, in a charity softball game in July. Dude can play. Um uh, I'm assuming he's still playing like Rec League basketball where he's knocking down 30 footers. Um, so you have to accept the, the fact, Jesse, maybe you're not a great bowler, but it doesn't mean you can't be a great bowling announcer. So, yes. you know, less doing and more wow. talking about it like the rest of us. Maybe that's the path for you moving forward.
2: I' have always oh, I've always thought of myself like Tony Romo like sometimes you got to recognize it's not your time to compete anymore it's time to get in the booth so,
3: I guess it's hard man that's, that's tough you know it, it's better to leave you, know, you don't want to leave a year too early it's better to have you know maybe some people like to be told that maybe yeah. it's time and others you know you stay a step ahead of the curve but in your case you know you, you could still be you could be the Tony Romo or the John Madden or the pick your favorite Favorite coach, athlete who went to be a great announcer. So I think that's the next thing for you. I think you, you'll be the next great bowling announcer out there, or just next great announcer. Period, son. I, I still have faith in you, just at, not as bold. Yeah. Oh, thanks, at, thanks, Dad. At, at
0: least, at least until uh, Matt and Taush should I have to have an intervention with you, like Romo, because you've been mailing it in after a few years on Bullstream TV. Uh, Matt, I, look, I. I uh, we obviously thank the world of you. We also think the world of Greg Gard around here on this program. I know that there are fans, especially after changes at the top of the football program and now the men's hockey program. I understand there's frustration about how this season has gone, but I have watched or listened to you on the call of most of the games this season, and I don't know what all these other folks were expecting after Davison and, oh, by the way, a lottery NBA draft pick departed, but I know it's been a tough year, ups and downs wise. How do you feel about the team that you watch night in and night out as they enter the Big Ten tournament?
3: Yeah, well, I think it's pretty obvious with all the close games that they've played. How I mean, you, I guess you could take this down two avenues here. You could say that with all with twenty games that they've had out of the thirty they've played that have gone down to the wire in regulation, which they're eleven and uh, something like. They they split those games pretty much, right? Uh, yeah, eleven to nine, I think. Really, what happens? Yeah. yeah, so you get a few more that go your way, like last year, and the narrative is much different. If they end up, you know, five and twenty in those games, then you're sitting there, you know, with Minnesota at the very bottom of the Big Ten. I get that, but I, I just think the fact that this team, you know, we knew that it would be it would struggle to score, right without without a bucket like Johnny Davis, without a guy like Brad Davis with a lot of shots. Without he wasn't a scorer, but he was really instrumental for this team last year, Chris Vogt, because he was that second big, I mean, a legit big they could put in there when Stephen Steve, Crowd needed a little bit of a break. So it was, it was going to be tough to score. The question was, could they defend? And for the most part, they have. All the analytics would tell you that they've been a good defensive team. So those ingredients mean you're going to have a lot of close games. Um, I think, you know, they're a year removed from a the title. They've won two of the last three. So while I get the frustration of it, um, there's that old line that's, you know, when you start as executives, when you start listening to fans, you end up sitting with them, and most executives don't really want to do that because that's a pay cut. So you just, you know, if we're sitting here at the end of next year and they're 12th, 13th, or 14th, then, then, yeah, maybe you start to go, whoa, what's going on here? But they've been pretty good. The body of work. Uh, under great guard has been has been really good and they're really close so you like kind of let this thing play through the rest of this year and then see what pieces they can add and how instrumental those pieces can be next season
1: Matt what did you make uh, there's been a lot of criticism of Chucky this year and he's taken big shots he obviously made a big one against Minnesota I guess how do you look at where Chucky's development has been from last year to this year. And is that criticism warranted, in your opinion?
3: Well, it crit- doesn't matter if I think it's warranted. It should because it's just kind of the nature of the beast. When Wisconsin had its back-to-back final four years, I heard a lot of fans complaining about Trey Jackson, um, who made a lot of big shots, and he missed some shots. That's kind of how it works. You know, you're you're going to be the one who is going to be the, the guy with the ball in your hands in close games with the game and the balance, and history will show you with both, certainly with uh, Trey, he made a lot of monster shots, buzzer beaters, all of that. Chucky in his old, not even full two years made a fair amount of big shots. He's also made a lot of clutch defensive plays in the closing minute or half minute of close games that has helped seal wins. For Wisconsin, so a lot of it is is the nature of the beast. I, I don't know. I mean, he's had to battle through some some injuries this year. I mean, you go back to the Marquette game and then the, the Michigan game where he was out most of the second half. And you know they don't really disclose much, if anything. But you know he hasn't been maybe as as healthy as you would like. But he's really critical to this team. So you know people are going to say what they're going to say, but I would guarantee you that they think the world of Chucky Hepburn and there's a reason why he has the ball in his hands in pressure situations. Now they've mixed it up. You know, you've seen Connor Sejan with big shots, you know, taking big shots. You've seen Max, Max taking big shots, but you know, this time last year, they were selling t-shirts after Chucky banked in the three that gave him a piece of the big 10 championship. So, you know, fair or unfair, that's just the nature of the beast. When you play the position, point guard is about as close as it gets to being a quarterback, I guess, if you're comparing the sports, which is dangerous, but you're going to get it, you're going to, they're either going to crown you or clown you, depending on what you did most recently, so that, that's just how it works.
1: That's good, that I like t-shirt. that. Can we steal that? It might be a t-shirt. Yeah, we'll steal that. Sure. Idea. Crown them or clown him? Sure. Uh, so. Matt, I guess looking at this season as a whole, you mentioned all the close games. Some went our way, some haven't. Uh, Tournament-wise, do you think we need to win two in the Big Ten tournament to get in? We've listened to Lenardi, listened to all these bracketologists. What's your gut tell you watching as much college
3: basketball as you do? Yeah, I don't watch a lot of the other conferences, so it, it has to be underlined the best guess. I would feel reasonably good if they could win two because um, Ohio State, even though it's the 13th place team in the big ten by all the analytics and all the nerdy numbers stuff, it's a quad 2 game. If you get through Ohio State then you got then you got Iowa, which would be quad one uh, on Thursday. So if you could get those two that would give them the 19 total would get them like eight quad one wins, blah blah blah. I, I would feel reasonably good. Now, what we don't know is, you know, what is Oklahoma State going to go on a run? Most people consider those guys a bubble team. Um, you know, North Carolina, which has won one quad, one game all season, but if the bracketologists are accurate, it's at least in the fold. Michigan is a team that, you know, what kind of run does it have within the conference? So, you know, best. So that's why I underline the words best guess. Um, to me, too, I'd like, okay, Feel reasonably good that their name will pop up on on the on the selection show program Sunday night.
0: All right, Matt. Before Jesse gets feedback on his latest endeavor with Bullstream TV, I did have one other question for you, and that is this: I saw. I mean, social media. The 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 Badgers football accounts have had all kinds of great, exciting, hyped up stuff. I think the last one I saw. Was every all the players chanting for coach fickle who then went diving into like a cold tub in the rehab area of some sort? Um, ha, are you willing to do this to help the program get pumped up before games as well?
3: Well, you know I've been as Talsh has commented, and I always appreciate you know his words, you know I, I've gone on this little fitness thing over the last year and a half and' shed. You know, shed some weight. by the way, that picture you guys posted on ESPN Madison, I, I do want to point out that was 45 pounds ago. So I would like to be at least the media dude of the week one time before I start <laughs> jumping in. You know, they do this dude of the week thing, the strength coach there, Brady, Brady Collins. Yes. So I, Maybe I should do selfies of me at the health club with, you know, <laughs> me on the treadmill and at least be media dude of the week. And if I could get that, then, you know, you know maybe the cold tub thing, but, well, good you know. yeah, good luck yeah. Uh, if there's, if, follow- if, there's a, if there's a Titos waiting at the end of it all Tausch, maybe i'll I'll continue doing it
0: following in the footsteps of Tom <laughs> Oates and Jeff patricus and Colton Bartholomew <laughs> and the rest of the crew. that would be great. all right, Jesse. you have a clip from oh, bullstream TV
2: alongside is this alongside? <laughs> I- Legendary bowler Norm Duke. No, this one's without Norm. He wasn't there for the uh, I'm team nervous champion, for you, chess. Jesse.
1: You you had this. such a rough week. What if Matt LePay totally <laughs> clowns you and doesn't crown you about this cuz you know he's going to shoot straight with you. He is an honest evaluator. I'm nervous waiting for you to play this. I'm well, excited.
2: Here we go. This was at the, the this was the conclusion of the Division 2 Girls' team state championships. Here it is from Dales Weston Lanes in Wausau. Campbell's Port now in the driver's seat. If Brianna Thompson can strike, I think the Cougars will clinch it.
4: If she strikes, you are correct. They need 180 to get it done. Must strike.
2: Thompson for the state title. The Campbell's Port Cougars, state champions.
3: <laughs> Dad, how'd I do? Little over skated there. Little, yeah, you know, I, I like yeah, this, very... This video, right? stream, it. very. Pat Summerall. it was little Pat Summerall, little Ray Scott, you know, star dollar touchdown. You know that that was good. Uh, you know, a little understated, but I liked it. I liked the, how you laid out, you, you set it up. This is for the state title. That's uh, that's high level, it's high level, son. Again, one more reason why. One more reason why. You take my suggestion. Stop participating, and do more describing. And that's a fine example of what's happened in the last few days in your world. Very well done. I applaud you.
0: Like any good father, he knows when his son needs a
2: boost.
1: He, he needed to pick-me-up, and he gave he it is to He's telling me to quit my passion
3: and pursue uh, my other passion, which I guess is good advice. Well, you know, let me rephrase. You know, you quit putting yourself on the line. You know, I mean, you, can go, you want to go bowl tonight, you know, have a couple beers or whatever without the video, you know, without the phone. And without rust. Yeah, without, particularly <laughs> without, without rust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, get yeah, get uh, get your two uncles. Get you know, get uh, Wildy, get Tausch. They'll uh, they'll bowl with you maybe if you pay them enough. And yeah, just uh, just for fun.
1: Matt, Matt, J- Jason <laughs> wouldn't go to Jesse's wedding and it was in his backyard. You think he's coming bowling? Uh, yeah. No. Never mind. Never mind, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: kind of it. Ashwabbing on the lanes is a yeah. lovely place. Next uh, year. Matt. Uh, as much as I'd love to sit here and talk more Bullstream TV, it's much more important that I hear your voice calling more Badgers games into the NCAA tournament. Thanks for making time for us. Don't ever leave us like Aaron Rodgers is about to.
3: <laughs> I have no, no plans for dark therapy or anything like that. Anyway, I've been in that for years. So Anyway, always, always a pleasure, boys. Be good.
0: That is the great Matt LaPay.
1: Bye, Dad.
3: <laughs> Bye, son.
1: Uh, I- <laughs> do you think, Jesse? You think um, this is the I, exact see, question I, like I was going to ask? When you're doing the threes makers and you I love the fact you let the moment breathe. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think LePay wanted to kind of crush you there, but he, he knew your spirits were down. Uh huh. I think so too. Not, not, not the
0: kind of energy I expected for a state championship. Also, was it a must? Oh, he didn't strike? get any sleep. He didn't get any
1: sleep. He had those kids.
2: <laughs> running around. I have out. the right to tired. have the conversation.
1: Stupid! Oh god. Was um, it a was it a
0: must strike? Because I heard it called a must strike, but it, you said yep. if he got, I feel like
1: hit, they could have had a
2: spare there well, and still right. won it. I, it. This is what I'm. Asking. I am i feel the enormity is, when, of when it. When you're in the
1: moment, bowling, math, the bowling is math is really hard, and so that's not my actually forte. literally <laughs> your I, job. I goal. agree with that because we went to a bowling alley in Detroit that didn't have the automated scoring. None of us knew what the hell we were doing. <laughs> oh, is that an X and you, you spare this out? So I can understand. That's where Jesse could throw his spotter under the bus here that wasn't giving him the info, but he didn't because he's that kind of teammate. That's why I said, I think so they strike. So is Matt strike- Payne not crushing you. with? That is the most lukewarm endorsement I've heard. Well, that was very understated, Jesse. There wasn't much passion in your voice. You know what? Given the last seven days, I'll take that.
2: Very
3: much.
0: More of us propping Jesse up. Thanks to
4: uh, Matt LePay for his best efforts to do so next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you.
0: Thanks as always to Matt LePay for not just spending time with us, but for propping up Jesse's ego as well. You did get compared to Pat Summerall. That's, uh, yeah, that's a
2: win. I did. Uh, someone tweeted in that it's the best play-by-play they've ever heard. Now the guy was Terry in Campbell'sport, so. Might have been a little biased. Yeah, is there, he the
0: same one that tweeted me to tell me what a good luck charm you've been? Uh, we, you guys, give him a hard time, but we love him at sport. Yeah, I've, I'm. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't think it's Jesse that led to your back-to-back titles. Uh, I, I would think that it's the young women. Hurt, though. uh though. On didn't the hurt. lanes, not Jesse, but. Total, we all like Jesse. We give him a hard time. How it's much part of the training
2: show. does a bowling team? How much training does a bowling team do? Well, it depends. If you're Mus- like, if you're Muskego back in the day, it was once a week. Uh, if you're Oak Creek, I hear they practice like every day. They're they're crazy. You know. What Creek. if you're
1: Campbell Sport, the best of the best in Division Two uh, ladies bowling? Do they do workouts and then go bowl like three games a day? What do they work on? Seven ten splits. The Pearl. What are they doing? <laughs> the Pearl.
2: A lot of times you're just working on your shot. Different oil patterns can impact how you're going to yeah, play at different oil houses. Patterns. You can take the team on a little road trip to different houses and make the adjustments so that you know what to do in game situations. There's a lot that you can do. Work on spares, 10 pins only if your team's been missing a lot of corner pins. There's a lot of practice stuff you can Brooklyn, do. Brooklyn. Do some Brooklyn action, some other things. Yep.
0: You're a big Brooklyn guy.
2: Uh, typically, not practicing going for a Brooklyn strike. Tosh, gotta admit, that's usually uh, the uh, opposite. All right, we're we're
0: gonna get to the we're gonna get to the ten o'clock hour. As much as I, I could talk bowling all day. Uh, your home lanes are they able to set it up where they just put the ten pin down over and over again so you can work on your spare work? Usually, it's you just high shoot at it. stuff you got Yeah, there.
2: you just shoot at it if it's full rack. You just, okay, everybody grab the spare balls. We're all throwing at the table. Full tank. rack. Yep.
0: hmm Okay. Moving on. Uh, we put a poll in the field yesterday. How you would feel if Aaron Rodgers came back to the Packers, which Tausch is not now ruling out. Mm. Although it felt like... To-
1: i like to tell Till that cheese off the trap, I ain't taking it.
0: Hmm. Well, we'll tell you how that, gonna. we'll tell you how that vote turned out and we'll talk more about the myriad now of reports that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets have met. They've talked. What does that mean moving forward and how does that make you feel as a Packers fan? 844-770-3776 is the number. 844-770-3776. The 10 o'clock hour begins in two minutes. It's Will Dean Tausch.